0: Dad without a dad production. Hey everybody and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad. Where we're we talking about all things dads. Uh Andy is in England myself we are in the brand new two-bedroom apartment in claremont california which is the two-bedroom studio and that's why you hear the echo because i'm still trying to figure out how to silence that little echo that my audio people probably hear but before we say all the things about audio i just want to give a big welcome to andy because he was missed last episode (laughs) we had the founders of hairless dog brewing and it was one of the, I think I heard it back, and it sounded really well, I was actually surprised on myself, I was like, wow, I'm actually getting better at this thing, I was like, who would have thought, I always thought you were going to be the the one who, like, got better and improved, and not only you had the British accent, which makes you already the smart one, but I was listening to it back, and I was like, hey, that's pretty good, so If you guys haven't heard the last episode, go uh, listen, because we had the founders of Hairless Dog Brewing Company. So go check them out. And did you hear it,
1: Andy? I did. I did. I listened to it on um, a new podcasting app that I have on my phone as well. Um, And it was really good, man. I really enjoyed it. I thought uh, they came across really well. Um, I was really frustrated to see that you can't actually order Hairless Dog Brewing uh, beers. Uh, for the UK they don't do UK shipping which I was a bit sad about which makes sense because shipping beer between country lines I don't even know how that works but yeah it was really good I really enjoyed listening to it Uh, so yeah uh, if you haven't listened to it you should definitely check it out I feel sad that I missed one of the best episodes we've ever done, (laughs) to be honest. But yeah, it was good. It was good.
0: Do you have a favorite, by the way? Do you still remember one? I think uh, uh, besides the one that you were not in last week, um, I think the video game one was one of my favorite ones. Uh, uh, The one with uh, Will was one of my favorite ones. Uh, Do you have any one that you remember?
1: So I, my favorite is the Will one, um, just because I had no idea that Will was going to be on. Uh, so that was amazing. <laughs> it was like, I had a really shitty day that day when we were recording. Uh, and then it's like, oh, there's Will. Uh, and obviously, I used to work with Will and, and, and still keep in contact with him. So yeah, that was, that was probably my favorite one. I mean, the, the only other ones, the ones where like, you know, really early in my son's life, those are always my favorite ones to go back and listen to when I've got the time. Because they just... they're like like, they crystallize that moment of panic that you have when they're really really young where you're like
0: man i really hope
1: i get some sleep soon man i really hope they stop doing this i really hope we can put them down to sleep in like less than four hours and they don't wake up every three hours like yeah i'm sure like if you did like a word balloon for all our podcasts like the word sleep would probably be the biggest one i think yeah
0: sleep uh sickness and uh dad will be i guess the top three because unfortunately seemed like you had a sickness every other month and you know what we always forget about. And it's something that it should be reminded to uh, our listeners and uh, you know, for our new listeners, because now we have new listeners because Uh, our friends at Hairless Dog Brewing actually put their podcast in their website. So we're getting new traffic there, which thank you very much for doing it. Uh, It's called uh, drinkhairless.com, drinkhairless.com. Go check them out, uh, order some beers, and listen to the podcast. Um, Something that people may not know if they're just listening, I actually traveled the country with a marketing company as an MC, and I went to a lot of pride events, and I took the podcast with me. So I'll be recording in Orlando. I'll be recording in Wisconsin. I'll be recording everywhere. So that that's one thing that actually we need to like remind ourselves that we took the podcast everywhere. And you're not on, you're in England and I'm in uh you know Claremont now, but I was rec- we were recording in Orlando. We were recording in New York. We were recording in uh Wisconsin. So that's pretty cool if you ask me. Yeah. And you used to take all your recording equipment with you as well. Like I, I'm still
1: absolutely like blown away by that. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, I even took my stuff too, and I went to visit my my past uncle, and then I made a recording about with my with my uncle's and my mom. So you know, it's it's technology is amazing nowadays. But yeah, how are you doing since we missed you in the last? Besides wearing a pretty cool shirt, I love that shirt by the way
1: it's not too bad so it's a guardians of the galaxy shirt it's all good it's a bit too tight uh it, <laughs> it is my too, tight. Part a bit yeah. too much but uh, um, you know it's making it hard to breathe um <laughs> uh but yeah uh no man I'm, I'm good i'm good work is crazy busy at the moment games industry is crazy busy at the moment um uh i'm doing more fitness stuff uh put on a bit of weight during lockdown <laughs> Uh, like everyone has, so I'm going for runs uh, playing football on
0: Mondays. Not everyone. So, yeah,
1: it's, yeah.
0: Not not everyone, okay. Not everyone has put on weight during lockdown. Yeah, yeah. I've got some muscles. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's wait, did fine. you really put put on weight?
1: Yeah, dude. Like totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm usually like twelve stone. I don't know what that is. And oh wait, you guys use stone, don't you? Is that your thing? Or you use kilograms?
0: What do you use stones? stones. What do you mean? What do you mean <laughs> stones? What do you think we are like? I I know Trump has made the USA like bad, but we're not, not stones. Saying, like like a comparison. Like, like, like fifty one. stones. Are you guys fifty stones or <laughs> what? The?
1: It's like a it's like a measurement. It's like stones and pounds. And then if you're metric, you do kilograms. And I wish we did kilograms over here, but we don't. So it's like I think I'm. Twelve stone, <laughs> five pounds or something. I think it's twelve pounds
0: in a stone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I've I've gone up in weight basically. So I'm trying to go down a little bit. Okay, Mr. Um,
0: Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many stones so are you? you?
1: Okay. So so Jose, <laughs> hey, if I asked your weight, what would you give as a measurement? Like, what would
0: your unit be? Like, One forty-five pounds. Oh, okay. I don't know how many stones that is, depending <laughs> on where you go get the stones. So, I mean, if you go get Home Depot and get, you know, a sack of stones, is it, am I two sack of stones or three sack of stones? I uh, don't know. Let's ask Andy. Andy, how about this stone? Is it black stone, white stone? You know, you know, the one that you use to scrap your stuff under your toes and shit like that. What kind of stone, Andy? Because those don't weigh anything. I just can't believe you said stones mate don't talk about my feet feet's a completely different thing um
1: but yeah it's weird like in the uk we're really progressive when it comes to certain things and then other things we're not right so we still <laughs> use stones and pounds as a measurement thing which is fine but the funniest one is when um you start talking about service area of like fields so we use terminology like hectares and uh what is it uh, furlongs um and I, I honestly don't know what any of those things are. Um, but, yeah. So we won't say, like, this is a 400-square-foot property or 400-square-foot field or whatever. We'll go, oh, it's about three hectares, we think.
0: Um, it's probably about two furlongs away from something. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it's... you're not too far because over here, it's all about football fields. It's like, instead oh, of yeah. saying, like, <laughs> yeah. people here say, you know, it's like through uh, three acres or, you know, five football fields. Ah, okay. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't a football field like 100 yards, though? Why don't you just say 100 yards? I don't know, man. I I was just having this conversation with my brother that I don't care about football, even though I live in America. Uh, He's, like, the big Raider fan and everything, so I was telling him that he needs to put that into my son, right? Like, I'm not going to teach him about, one, football, two, the Raiders, and uh, so he has to take that role you know I'm going yeah. to teach my son about Dodgers and the baseball you know and right now we've been watching a lot of Barcelona which let's yeah. not talk about that because it's a little hurtful you know those Germans even though I love them uh, whatever anyways you know my my friend who is a, a Bayer uh, a fan just text me he's like hey so what was the outcome and I say, well the outcome is that Barcelona sucks dick and Bayer has a big dick DWD Productions will help you create the website of your dreams. Whether you need a new website, upgrade your website, or just give your website a new makeover, DWD Productions can help. Some of our clients include Nissan, USC, Fox Sports, and Fat Burger. DWD Productions is one stop market for all your needs. We specialize in web design, creative writing, audio and video production. And we will help you create powerful and fun content that will shine a light to your company. For more information, visit our website, dadwithoutadad.com. That is dadwithoutadad.com. Or send us an email for a quote. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at roca.com uh, So shut up and let me, um, you know, let me alone. So that's pretty much it. I mean, we got clutter. But did uh, he, he did. He did. masters, masters, master, man, city is uh, the city still?
1: I was gonna help you out, but then it's funny or not to. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Manchester City, yeah, Manchester. they got knocked out as well. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think Manchester United are still through in the UEFA Cup. Um, that doesn't. Count. But yeah, Champions League, everyone got knocked out pretty much.
0: Wait, so who's going to win it? Because you told... I still remember when you came to the show and say Liverpool was going to win it at all. And I was like... Uh, Barcelona was still in it at that time when I was like looking for Liverpool. And I'm like, yeah, Liverpool is not here.
1: So I think Liverpool got locked out, but I can't even remember. Um, but I think what's really interesting is that Barcelona got rid of their manager, right? And they hired a guy called Ronan Cummins. Do You know him?
0: Uh,
1: so he... He used to be a manager of Southampton. So I actually have seen that guy in like real life. Because um, I used to go to Southampton and still do pretty regularly. So, yeah. So he's a Barcelona manager now.
0: It's crazy. So what do you think?
1: Uh, he's a really good tactician. Um, he knows. I mean, he, he's. He le- He left southampton and joined everton we're a different premier league team but um he's a good manager i think barcelona is a massive step up for him but he used to play for barcelona when he played football so yeah it could be all right i think with barcelona it's like it's it's really hard to know when people are going to do well uh and obviously messi's gonna retire soon at some point or whatever
0: right like how old's that guy now he's going to be like 31 or something how old is Messi <laughs> every time we talk about sports figures here in the house it's like um I was watching LeBron James and he had like a big tattoo since says 1984 and I'm yeah. thinking that's not his birthday that'll be way too old and I remember like and then I just dawned that I'm like well I was born in 83 so am I calling <laughs> myself way old but yeah when it comes to athletes you know, thirty is old, but yeah, I think he's thirty one, thirty two. He's yeah. actually uh old uh younger than Ronaldo, which is they Ronaldo looks younger than Messi, but that's because he has the Andy look with the little beard and the little haircut. <laughs> 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 he does.
1: He does. Um Ronaldo's great. Messi's great. Um I think for me, we're old man. Like we, if we were like sportsmen, and obviously we're not, we're nowhere <laughs> near close to being sportsmen ever. But like, if we were still professional sportsmen, uh, I think the only things that we could probably do are like um, professional bowling. That's a thing. We'd be great at that. Uh, and snooker.
0: <laughs> what the hell is that? Snooker. What the hell? Snooker
1: is snook- uh, snooker's like a pool but harder. That's the, that's the best way to describe it.
0: So like. So, they takes, measure but... the balls on pounds? I mean, on rocks. <laughs> on the stones
1: no so like uh what is how can i describe paul so paul obviously (laughs) you know paul paul takes place on like a it's like a six foot seven foot table i think or an eight foot table my brother's gonna kill me if he listens back to this because he's actually a pool table fitter anyway um and snooker takes put on i think it's like a 10 foot table or something or nine foot i don't know it's bigger it's a lot bigger and basically paul the pockets are big so you can fit a ball in very easily and the snooker, the 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 pockets are very slim, so you can only really fit a ball in if you hit it plumb, like straight in the center. So it's a lot harder. Snooker's
0: a lot harder. You think your brother is like yelling at his podcast player right now, saying like, yeah, "What the fuck? Definitely. We've been doing this for years. What do you think?"
1: <laughs> I even helped him for like a couple of summers as well. I can't bloody remember. It's too much to remember in the world, man. It's too. It's too difficult. It's too difficult. But snooker's great. I bet you 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 live in LA there's like hipster places that you could go to that probably have a snooker table. Um Well, do yeah.
0: I look like a hipster?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't, but I I uh, you know, LA's the snooker pool whatever, there'll be a snooker table around
0: somewhere, I think. Uh talking about brothers, like I was trying to make fun of you at the beginning of the podcast but then something happens and I actually had to make fun <laughs> of myself. For being such an idiot uh, myself. Um, but why do you allow people to put so many interesting pictures of you on social media? Every time I go on Facebook just to promote or manage my my business account. Or like I manage Fat Burgers. So if you guys want to go check them out. You know it's Fat Burgers Montebello, Fat Burger Torrance. Um, <laughs> I scroll down a little bit. And then I just see uh, a picture of Andy in the worst situations <laughs> ever. Like, the last one was, like, you're, like, about to eat a fancy sandwich that only English people eat, I guess. And then <laughs> and then you're, like, about to eat it, and somebody took a picture of you and posted it on Facebook. And I'm, like, and then, like, two days ago, I went online, and somebody had put a picture of you, like, Uh, You have your son on top of you and your niece, I think, next to you. But you look like, you know, the way you're launched back and like, uh, it's like somebody should tell you, hey, guys, smile, you know, or like, hey, Andy, I'm about to take a picture of you. And then not only that, you go and comment on the pictures like, yeah, cool. And I'm like, (laughs) why?
1: You have to remember the UK is quite a grim place uh and <laughs> it's uh it's nice I don't get many pictures taken of me I really don't um
0: and oh, oh, more I think p- It's like that's why you, you should make an effort to tell people <laughs> to since you don't take too many pictures of yourself and nobody <laughs> takes pictures of yourself there should be an effort where they take good pictures of you at yeah, least but then you have that stage thing right and
1: then you got to go okay hold up a second let me uh, let me compose myself let me think about the composition of the shot or whatever and i just i don't have time for that also i'm usually really tired <laughs> and usually they've taken it and they they put their phone away and then my mind is like registered the flash and gone oh, i saw uh, it doesn't look like anyone's getting me <laughs> it's fine i'm sure it's fine yeah it's not a problem um that's usually the thing but yeah it's um i definitely get more shit on my facebook photos than i do basically any other avenue of my life (laughs) i think Uh, i get lots of negative comments but it's uh, it's fun it's fun it's fun i think so when i think about my dad like my dad never had photos taken of him like any time whatsoever because he was always the guy taking the camera no this is like in the 80s and 90s where you know you didn't have a device in your pocket that also was a camera, you know, you had a camera, that was the thing. Um, and he was always the dude taking the pictures. So uh, I always think that, you know, if you want to take a picture, go for it. Uh, and then if, I mean, I've loaded it to Facebook, I mean, I have no control of that. <laughs> that, just, that just happens. Yeah. But I, I also don't have great posture either. And I think that's why all the photos look slightly odd, is that my posture is always like I'm always leant over a weird way or yeah it's not great it's
0: yeah not great. and one you're about to eat a fancy sandwich the other one it yeah. looks like you're about to either fall asleep or you just like want to take your shoes off and watch tv or something like that it's like and then you have like a, a, a yellow shirt and like yeah. good thing that your son is on top of you and he's like the star of the picture but you yeah. look to your right and you see andy like get me out of here or like <laughs> give me a beer or something like that
1: i think I had, a, I had a face mask on as well though right that's that's become like way more common in the uk now pretty much everyone's is wearing a face mask on public transport at least so yeah that may i actually I, that's the one thing i really like about wearing face masks is that you don't have to like feign a smile you just can go totally i don't fancy moving the bottom muscles of my face. I'm just going to have a face mask on, and then you can guess if I'm smiling or not. I don't know,
0: so yeah. I'm actually That's... the opposite, because I'm not, I'm always like smiling, and you know, a, a good smile will go miles away, and I'm like, I had caught myself where I'm like, saying hello with my smile once in a while, and I'm thinking, yeah. what the fuck am I doing? They don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> How do they know that I'm actually liking what they're doing? So now I had to like, get the nod, like, yeah. just hi. But then I look like I look and I think that my nod is like, what the fuck? You know, (laughs) instead of because I look like a cholo, I have bald head, big eyebrows and a big beard. And then I'm always wearing a tank top. So every time I do the nod, especially because I do it up, uh, I feel like instead of saying hi, because I can't smile anymore. Right. Because I have a mask. I feel like instead of saying hi, I'm always saying, what the fuck? What? What? (laughs) So I'm like I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um there's loads of what is it? There's loads of micro expressions, right? So apparently it is possible for you to tell. Like if you're just looking at obviously we, we film on camera, right? So we can see each other, but obviously anyone listening to this podcast can't. But apparently if you, like do a little experiment, put yourself in front of a mirror. Uh, basically put <laughs> hands in front of your face and your mouth. I was literally gonna do that then and start talking. Uh and then you can see the difference in your eyes, like when you smile and when you don't smile. Um so yeah, I think um I think it makes a difference, but I just uh, especially if I'm sleepy, I just you know, and I am always smiley and happy to people when they can see my face um, if I'm happy and smiley, but I don't fake it. Um, so yeah, it's um
0: I'm I'm happy. I There'll started be... raising my hand like hello. Oh yeah, <laughs> just <Hello>. that? Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You could drop your cap to them as well. That
0: can also work. Hey, so um, where were you guys coming from? In the nice picture uh, they took of you on uh, the
1: so, train. So what do we do? We went... So bowling alleys have just opened up in the UK after like being closed for months and months and months. Um, just down to COVID. Uh, and obviously, if you think about when you go bowling, you know, everyone, you choose a ball... Those balls never get cleaned. Uh, Nothing yeah. gets cleaned. Everything's terrible. I can I can tell like oh, the bead of sweat going on your face about, <laughs> thinking about going bowling during covid. It's totally safe, mate. Don't worry about it. It's all good. So we went on the first day that they opened. We went on the first session of the first day. So this is when all their shit would have been totally together when they do all the cleaning uh, and we kept our face masks on all the time. Um, so I'd never taken my son bowling before. So he's what, two and a half, never taken bowling before. Um, and he absolutely loved it. Went with the niece as well. She's about three and a half, four, four and a half. Oh, I don't know. She's like older. <laughs> your half brother
0: years. is going to love this podcast. <laughs> oh my god!
1: And then um, set up uh, to your brother. <laughs> we t- we took we took him on a train for the first time as well. Uh, and he absolutely loved being on a train. Like I think I've mentioned on the podcast previously that like during lockdown when it was at it it's height when like no one could drive or go anywhere unless they had like a critical care worker excuse um we used to walk down to the bottom of the hill where i live and just watch the trains go by for a couple of hours a day because he just loves trains uh so taking him on a train for the first time was amazing because he was just super super excited um and uh yeah he just wants to go on trains all the time now like um and it's it's, what was really funny is during the uh uh during the game we bought two frames we were about halfway through the first frame and he was like i want to go home now I'll go home, I'll go on train. Can we go on train? I want to go on train. Uh, so, yeah. But I think he did enjoy it. It was fun. We'll take him on trains again, I think. Was
0: that train, like, uh, like under, like, on top? How does your trains... Because I know, like, over there, you guys are so fancy with trains and public transportation that I know your trains have been there forever. Was it, like, under the city or was it, it on top? Was,
1: so it was an overground train so you could see stuff. We never take him on an underground one, uh, but we we could. I mean, I'd love to, but we just don't have any near us. Those the underground trains are more of like a, um, they're more of a London thing, really. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: He, so he loved it then. He absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Just kept smiling, laughing, saying, "There's a tree. There's a tree. There's a tree." Uh, yeah, loved it. Loved it.
0: Loved it. Hey, since we're talking about that stuff. <laughs> Hey, how does, um, so everybody here is back to school. Uh yeah. literally everybody and it's uh as always a unique uh thing of going back to school this year. I don't I don't know if I shared this with you guys, but I think I I did that my son, my niece and my nephew, they all graduated. So basically my son graduated from Uh, pre-k and he's going to k which is public school here my niece graduated from uh, elementary school and she's going to middle school now and then my uh, nephew graduated from elementary school uh, middle school and he's attending high school now so you know last year we thought about all this and i was like whoa we're gonna throw a big party because everybody's graduating it's a new school that you're going to blah 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 and then this thing happened and we didn't do anything of course uh, and so for us, it's not only difficult, but it's difficult in a way because all three of, you know, one of the three top people that I love the most in the whole wide world have to start school in a different way, basically at home. And, you know, you were supposed to be like your new school, uh, new people, new friends uh, for my son, like literally going to school, like in a place where he needed to do everything by himself. Um How's everything going over there? I'm, I'm guessing, like, do you have anybody that is going through that? And first of all, how's school over there? Because in Guatemala, school starts January and finishes November. Mm. Here in the United States, starts um, August and finishes in May or June.
1: Yes. Yeah, so over here, it's like it's kind of similar to the U.S. So it starts in uh, September and then it finishes around about July. <clears throat> So they get a good, like, six weeks between the school years between them starting. Um, and obviously, since all the COVID stuff has happened, the uh, kids over here have been off school pretty much unless you're a critical care worker. So critical care workers are like uh, people who look are uh, looking after other people, uh, doctors, nurses, things like that. Um, and they've gone to school intermittently, so a couple of days a week. But obviously, with schools have had drastically fewer people going because of that. Um, so, uh, my, uh, my nieces and my nephews, uh, basically none of them have been to school, uh, since about March. Um, and it's been really tough, uh, cause obviously, you know, I think once you, once you get a kid that's got, uh, that starts school, you're like, oh, okay, I don't need to worry about childcare so much anymore. Um, some people are like, okay, I can go back to work or do whatever. Uh, and obviously that's kiboshed all that stuff. Um, so the plan is at the moment, um, that all the kids are going to go back to school in September as they usually would. Don't know how that's going to work. There's lots of controversy about it, similar to what there is in the U S um, where teaching institutions are like, cool. We don't know how we're going to do this. We have classes that are the size of 30 people. That you can't sit 30 people safely in a classroom anymore um, due to social distancing. So, like, what are they going to do? Don't know. So they floated loads of different ideas of, like, you know, maybe certain groups only go to school three days a week rather than five days a week. Or maybe they do some other stuff. So, yeah, it's all, um, it's all quite fluid. Uh, Wait, all the they government don't know?
0: I mean, September Plus, is in two weeks.
1: Yeah, totally, man. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but they're figuring it out, <laughs> apparently. I mean, with I mean, with my son, obviously he's two and a half, so it's not a massive problem. For my, for my youngest niece, she started school this year. Uh, I think it was in January, um, just to like kind of get her sorted. And she was there for a couple of months, and then obviously all the COVID stuff hit, and then she had to stop. So
0: she'll be starting again in. In September, it's all really, really weird. Um, Wait, how does that happen? Like, uh, by the way, who makes the rules? Is it the the Trump it's to- guy it's that the, you guys have? It's the Trump- <laughs> what the Boris Johnson guy?
1: Yeah, well, it's the government. So the government does. So um, they would decide, you know, uh, how that works. So they would mandate to the school system, right? We want all kids back in September. You tell us how that's possible. And how are you going to make that possible? And then the schools will go, okay, yeah, we'll figure that out. Here's what we can do. And it's kind of, they come to a consensus. Um, but yeah,
0: it's 100% the government. They mandate this stuff. Wait, uh, so let me ask you this. Have Do you still, you guys still have cases? We
1: do. So we have around <laughs> about 1,000 cases a new a day. And it's going up. But here's the thing. At its height, it was like, 8000 a day. Uh, Cases were higher. I I mean, deaths, Uh, deaths. I don't know. Um, All of the um, coverage of cases has kind of gone down in the news recently over the past two months because they no longer do daily briefings. So, yeah, it's going up. It's definitely going up. But uh,
0: deaths are going down. Uh, and I, I think mean, it's I mean, all. It's my all my, my thing so. is like, uh, so there was a big discussion in my in my house, right? So uh, basically, I'm overprotective, and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. Uh, luckily, my son has been going to nursery or um, childcare, but it's a it's a it's one of those fancy childcares but not they just not look for your son, but I actually teach them stuff, Mm -hmm. so uh, we're lucky that my my girlfriend works there, so she gets uh, a discount otherwise we wouldn't be able to afford that Um, but he's been going to school since he was four months and we also read him a lot and uh, uh, we dedicate time for his learning abilities, by the way, learning is just reading, so don't think that we're like putting him on a chair and making him do stuff which we have especially since everything happened um so the question was that now they're here in LA and I'm talking about LA only because the United States is so big everybody has their own rules uh so here they decided not to open the the schools until everything starts getting better and then they probably uh, you could start school uh, like we are doing you know over you know Skype or zoom or whatever and then once everything starts going getting better the kids will return to school so I decided not to send my son to school and I made a decision that I said you know what uh, we could homeschool if he gets to the point uh, I don't know the rules I don't know how the government says like you have to send your school to your son to school no matter what happens. Uh, but I know a lot of people who have been homeschooled, and my thought was, well, if they could do it, we definitely could do it too, you know? Um, when I went to orientations at all the pre, uh, all the schools that he was going to attend, all the schools, they literally told us that kids have different, you know, learning capabilities, and some kids get there that they don't even know their colors. Some kids yeah. go there that they don't even know how to... Uh, uh, tell their shapes and you know i'm not here bragging but my son knows how to read in spanish knows how to read in english he could write and uh he's like advanced to the point that if we teach him in school uh here he's not going to miss anything and my girlfriend has done such a great job that i'm pretty sure if she keeps doing that she will teach him even better. I'm not saying better, but I'm saying more or he will grasp more stuff or he will be even advanced in, uh, you know, first grade. So I made a decision that I said, my son is not going to school at all, no matter what happens this whole year. You know, I don't care what people say. I don't care. And there was a discussions here with a couple of people, not only one, but a couple saying like, "Whoa, well, what about the interaction? And I said, you know what? That interaction or, you know, the, you know, it, human interaction that everybody needs, he could build that for 13 years after that. This whole yeah. year, I don't care what anybody says. This guy is not going anywhere. He's staying with me. Uh, I'm not risking anything. So luckily we have that option. But, I, you know, in L.A. is kind of strict in a way that they're really taking care of kids and they're saying we're not going to open uh, the schools But my way of thinking is like, if there's still a virus over there and nobody has a vaccine, why are you risking kids? You know, like, I don't know. I don't understand, but whatever.
1: All right, so I don't understand it either. Um, All I can tell you is uh, what the, because obviously I'm a PR guy at heart, right? Um, And I do that professionally as a job. So um, a lot of the things that interest me aren't necessarily the facts, the scientific facts behind it, but the kind of the story that, the government is is trying to sell or, or what um the pressures of media that uh, that are being put on the government uh, in order to set expectations so what i mean by that is that there is constantly a pressure on the government between getting economy the economy going uh, with stories about debt rising constantly um and people being laid off from work, left, right, and center, retail struggling, service sector struggling. And obviously in the, in the UK, traditionally, we are like 100% or, or not 100%, but a great deal of our day-to-day revenue is service-based. Um, that means us servicing uh, ourselves in like coffees, restaurants, cafes, restaurants, whatever, um, versus actually manufacturing. Um, so all this stuff oh, wow. is here us really, really hard because obviously everyone's staying at home, everyone's ordering online, everyone's doing, you know, basically everything they can to kind of, you know, not interact with people. Um, so th- the biggest thing for me that I find very interesting is, is one, when this thing started, it was all about the R number. And the R number is basically the, the rate of infection. So it is, if you've got COVID-19 uh the how many people you give it to uh due to its virality um so you know the the typical r number for this thing was like three at the start so basically every person that would have it would give it to three other people and obviously that's why the infections going up is a massive concern because obviously it means that more infections go out um and, and that number to get higher very very quickly whereas the r number in the uk is around about one um based on all of the measures that we put in place with social distancing, um, with people still working from home. Uh, you've only been able to use public transport if you have a good reason to, and they've actually just relaxed that, uh, hence the reason that we were able to go on a train to go bowling, <laughs> which is definitely not an important reason. Um, but face masks are everywhere now. Like The pressure to wear face masks is very, very real, and it's a good thing because um, it means that our our rate of infection is, is manageable. Um, the thing is with that and this is the thing that's massively confusing for everyone is that like you'll see california for example basically saying right you know kids can transfer this thing we're not opening schools again you know we're just going to see how this thing goes whereas in the uk it's like oh kids can't transmit the disease or if they get this disease they get a very very mild version of it and they can't transfer it to other people Um, and you hear that from like senior government sources as well like education minister things like that and obviously there's no scientific consensus on that because it's such a new disease nobody really knows and for every you know uh, case study that you can point to that says kids get this thing and they pass it on to other people kids don't get this thing and pass it and don't pass it on to other people like you can point to any study that you want um ultimately it's still too early still so for me it's always looking at what it's like in your location, like where you are. Obviously, California is bigger than the whole of the UK anyway, right? Like it's a massive, massive area. Whereas in the UK, like we're doing regionalized local lockdowns. And I mean, like literally halves of cities. So like there's a city in the north of the country, Leicester, um, where half of the city still in lockdown and has been in lockdown for the past month. Oh, wow. Um, you know uh oldham blackburn they got hit this this week as well so it seems like in the south things are better than they are in the midlands and in the north but obviously it doesn't take much for that situation to change due to that r number so uh yeah we're just keeping track of it we're seeing i mean the good thing is like me and me and my wife definitely have discussions about my son and like should he even go back to nursery because obviously you know i think with 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 kids of a certain age, like four onwards, you can probably tell them, hey, wash your hands, you know, hey, if you could not like lick that kid's face, that's great. Please don't do that. Um, Whereas obviously for a two year old, you can't really do that. Um, You know, uh, so it's a really tricky thing that you can do, man, is just make the best decision that you can with the information that you've got, that you trust.
0: Um, I mean, I completely understand it 100 percent. I think my issue is uh, with all this is that uh... You can't tell kids not to be kids. No. You know what I mean? Like, the point is, like, <laughs> we're talking about a virus that is spread just by nothing. Just by talking. Just by breathing. Just by... It's, it's one of the worst things ever because you can't see it. You don't know if you have it. Uh, anyways, but you can't tell kids not to be kids. You can send your kids to school and be like, hey, don't be a kid. Meaning, don't play around don't take off your mask and take out your burgers don't think that you know your friend has a Iron Man mask and you could swap it because you like it you know you can't you just you can't tell kids not to be kids meaning like a kid wants to play with another kid a kid wants to be next to you next to another kid they want to have fun they want to taste each other's lunches they want to touch each each other hug each other or like interact with each other you just can't it's like my problem with you know unfortunately my girlfriend going back to work I was like the government should just say you can't open because it's the same thing you can't tell like you said a two-year-old not to be a two-year-old how can you do that but it is what it is and everybody has to like I told everybody you know there's a lot of people here that still don't wear a mask and I cannot look at them. I could just look at myself and what we do in our house. And if people don't like it, well, you know, I'm just trying to protect my my loved ones. And that's it. Uh, I don't care about whether my immediate family also think that I'm going overboard. And that's why we haven't seen each other or that's why I don't let my girlfriend go places and stuff like that, because it's life and death. Simple as that. And then you had to protect yourself. But, you know, like we're finding out that, wow, like, Really, you guys don't have a lot of manufacturing? No, not
1: really, not really. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, obviously, in the UK, there's like, what, 80 million people live here, something like that, 72, I think between 72 and 80. Um, And uh, manufacturing has been going down over multiple generations versus GDP. Um, But we still have manufacturing over here, um, but it's just not like anywhere near as big as it used to be. That's why us leaving the EU is such a massive deal. But that's the different subject for a different podcast. Like, I think for me, like everyone should be wearing face masks. There's apart from people that have, uh, you know, some some uh, mental disabilities where, you know, that's it it doesn't work for them. Um, Like, I think wearing a face mask, if like everyone that can wear a face mask did, I think this thing would be much easier. Like if you look at countries like Korea or South Korea, you look at Japan, you look at New Zealand, you look at all these other countries that have done really well. They are countries that have a tradition of wearing face masks. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's so frustrating to see people fight back against that, to be honest. But, yeah, you know, I kind of feel
0: bad that um, for years I've been telling people that i uh, uh, I think I started saying this about 5 years ago when I was working at uh, uh, at a mall and I started telling people that the way I see it is that you know in 10 years or at some point we're all only going to have two stores, a Walmart and a Target. Uh, mm-hmm. you guys don't have Target over there, do you?
1: I'm so pretty we used sure to you have, have Target Walmart
0: and they they left. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pretty sure you have Walmart, right? Yeah, we yeah. do. It's called Asda over here,
1: but yeah, it's it's owned by the same company.
0: So um, I always told people there's going to be two uh, places, uh, Walmart and Target, where everybody will go uh, purchase everything and then everything was going to be online. And malls were going to be extinct, or they're just going to become like places where you could go and have like 15 different kinds of foods. And all this had made it become reality even faster, right? Uh, What sucks, I don't feel bad about malls and places like that going away because it's, it was happening already right it's it's something that I always told people that if you're 20 and if you're working at a Macy's you should rethink your life and start you know coding or anything related with the internet anything there's so many things related with the internet right what we're doing is internet based so uh, I always told people of course, if you're 65 and working at Macy's, there's nothing else you could do. Just ride the wave and that's it, right? But if you're 20 and you're working at a mall, you had to rethink or hopefully you're looking to do something else in your life, which is coding, working online. I always tell people, this is not something new I said, right? And unfortunately, it has become reality so much faster than I what I thought it was. The thing that, you know, it does makes me sad is small businesses like small restaurants Uh, Your mom and pop shops that you actually like and adore and you don't care about paying a little bit extra because, you know, it's fresh food or, you know, you like the person and stuff like that. Because those things in five years, they, they will either come back or start up again or stop. But right now they're not they don't have the money, the resources to stay alive. Right. Because they require interaction with each other just like yeah. going to school stuff like that but that's the part that it hurts me to see that is going to be affected the most uh, I'm biased with the malls and you know sh- you know if you sell you know shopping malls and stuff like that I knew it was gonna happen and but I feel bad for like small shops that sell food and stuff like that so
1: that's what I think like if you do have I mean everyone's got one right like everyone, has like an artisanal shop that they really like, whether that's for shoes, clothes, food, games, music, whatever. And I think a lot of those guys are being smart, or at least the smart ones are being smart by setting up an alternative method for you to interact with them or give them money. Um, I think the the big thing you you said it earlier in the conversation, which is totally true, which is like this thing is not going to be with us forever. And if it is going to be with us forever, it's going to be in a much more manageable way than it is at the moment. So, like, if there's a demand for that stuff, like, someone will will fill that demand again. Like, I, the biggest thing that I feel sad for shops is that, like, I started work at Woolworths, um, which is like a, a, I guess you'd kind of call it like a budget department store, I guess, in the UK when I was 15 um it was first job that i had apart from a crappy paper round which gave me back problems at the age of 15 um (laughs) and uh like i don't even know i mean if you're 15 or 16 like what the hell do you do as a job now like um i met that's where i met my wife i met my wife on my first job um like yeah i just that's why i feel sorry i feel sorry for the kids who are like 14 15 16 and they're looking for jobs um because I think ultimately now, all you can really do is just work in a coffee shop or work in a restaurant. And if those go away due to this bloody COVID stuff, I do what the hell they're going to do. Like an Amazon warehouse is probably going to be the only thing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, well, you just got to think about it in a different way. You mm. know that Domino's just said that they need to hire 20,000 people. They need to hire 20,000 drivers and cooks. Wow. So it's like every time somebody says there's no jobs out there. I want to slap him in the face. Sorry if you are one of those. But you had to start rephrasing your, 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 your way of saying things. You had to start yeah. saying there's not the job that I want out there because there's jobs out there. You know, right now I just got offered two jobs that I just, you know, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I'm still OK. But I had to say no, because one of them required for me to go and actually talk to people and uh, the other one, I forgot what the other one was, oh, the other one, they just asked me to go into a a studio full of people, and I said, no, I'm okay, thank you, but, you know, there's jobs out there, like, a 15-year-old, like, that's what we were talking about with my girlfriend, that when my son turns 16, he's going to uh, work at Domino's, because actually, I know uh, a district manager of Domino's, and, you know, that's my friend, and stuff like that, so I was like, you could start working at Domino's when you're uh, uh, 16. And when you finally get your driver's license and have one year of driving experience, you could work at Tony's, which is a, a pizza parlor that we have it's, it's a, that we love. And we love Tony's Pizza in San Marino. is one of our favorite places ever. And then I told them, like, hey, can he start working with you guys? And he's, and they're like, yeah, he has to have one year of uh, driving experience that he could work here. But that's the thing. Like, 15-year-olds now... I'm pretty sure they don't want to work because they have parents that support them. But if, you know, there's still things going on, like, I get paid by taking surveys. Did you know that? Like, yeah. like there's so many jobs out there. It's just, like I always tell people, you just got to look closer. And if you really need the money, go work at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is not going anywhere. Walmart is not going anywhere. Target is not going anywhere. If anything, they're going to just grow, grow, and grow. Just don't go work at a mall. That's all. I know. I feel bad for the train. <laughs> are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are uh. you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Uh. Uh. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Uh. Out of the doorway, the bullet rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. If you're new to the show and have stayed this long after our rants and babbling and Picture takings of Andy. We have a little segment called Andy's Jokes. It's the segment that everybody always waits for. Everybody always asks me, when is Andy coming back? Because I want to hear one of those amazing jokes. This segment is so good that even it has its own sponsor. And we are brought to you by Silver Industries. Suber Industries are based in Philadelphia. I'm sorry, in Pittsburgh. Sober Industries are based on Pittsburgh, and if you want to know more about Sober Industries, you can send me an email at hello at rocacom hello at rocacom And the way this amazing, wonderful, the most anticipated segment of the podcast is called Andy's Jokes, and the way it works is basically that Andy tells us a joke. It could be a good joke or a bad joke. And if you think the joke is bad, it's because Sober Industries sponsors these jokes, And he says that the worse, the better. And Andy doesn't take, you know, too much effort, so I think they're a little bad once in a while. But sometimes he brings his A-game and gives us an amazing joke, like right now. Andy, take it away.
1: Every week, that segment introduction gets longer. Every week, and I kind of love it because it puts more pressure on me, which is good, which is good. So, this week, uh, this joke comes from Ozolaz, O-Z-O-L-Z-Z, on our Dad Jokes subreddit. Uh, Okay, you ready? Yes. I accidentally sprayed deodorant in my mouth. Now when I talk, I have this weird accent. That's the joke. So the joke is... I accidentally sprayed deodorant in my mouth. Now when I talk, I have this weird accent, as in Axe Body Spray. You're a gym bro, so you should use that all the time. Accent.
0: <laughs> as you could tell, these jokes are amazing, they're wonderful, they're the best of the best. Thanks to And his Jokes, the most anticipated segment of the podcast. And you have been listening to that without a dad. This was Andes Jokes, brought to you by Sober Industries. I'll
1: do better next week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that punchline was better than your joke. <laughs> accent. I think if you just keep saying it, eventually uh, okay. it eventually gets Okay, right. yeah, it's enough. It's okay. Okay, Andy, I have a new segment for you. And it's called okay. Ask Andy. And the way it works, if anybody has a question for Andy, because Andy has the British accent that makes him the smart one in the podcast. So if you guys have any questions for Andy, he's gladly to answer whether it is about... Football, meaning soccer, whether it's about racing, meaning IndyCar, or what's the other stuff that you like? Formula One. Yeah. Or if you have any questions about gaming, which he is the master, the one, the one and only person that we know that knows everything about gaming. So if you have questions about gaming, if you have questions about uh, that stuff, if you have questions about uh, Formula One and Indy and all about racing, or if you have questions about soccer slash football, send us an email, hello at roca.com And also, if you have questions for Andy about the UK, you can send us an email, hello at roca.com And this leads me to my question and final segment of the podcast. is about Ask Andy. So Andy, I told you that I had this connection with the UK and music. So I decided to start a uk playlist and i had really good artists and songs uh in mind and i started doing it for example i have elton john i have queen i have the stones um but i wanted to ask you what else should i put in my uk playlist for example uh which is this song it's very popular in our house uh is it playing (laughs) Not only we play it all the time, but actually it's in my son's playlist. I'm actually playing his playlist. Oh, no. It's mine. That song is one of our favorites. Uh, of course, anybody's favorite. And if you, lo- if you don't like this one, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, do you know this song? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it was a stupid question. It's, everybody knows this song. Um, this one you know this one? Oh. Only because you're from the UK doesn't mean you had to know every single song, by the way. No, but I right. just. You, right. you had to know this one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wait, why are you laughing? As my sister uh, was absolutely infatuated with Robbie, Robbie Williams when she was growing up.
0: Oh, what's wrong with
1: that? I'm nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm not judging her at all. There's no judgment in voice. Is okay. uh, there judgment in your voice? I mean, I'd, I'd, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. Everyone's fine. There's no judgment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Mr. UK guy, tell me other artists. I'm actually going to write them down. So that I should have in my UK playlist, meaning that, you know. We know that Freddie Mercury wasn't born in the UK, but we consider him a UK artist. Yep. But um, any other artists I should play or have in my UK playlist? Fleetwood Mac. They were from the UK? Get yeah, the fuck like
1: out? 75% of them, I think.
0: Oh, there you
1: go. Yep. Uh, ELO, Electro Light Orchestra. E? ELO, yep. E- Dude, you'll love Electro light, or light Orchestra. ELO, they're oh. good, they're good. Um, you might know them from like, uh, uh, I just Google them. You'll find them. ELO is great. Uh, what else? Kasabian. Something a little bit newer. Kasabian are good. K-A-S-A-B-I-A-N. Uh, they're a bit more indie, rocky, but they're good. Uh, yeah, those would be my three.
0: Yeah. Is there any, um, Seal is British, right? Yeah. Seal's British. Yeah. 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 We we love Seal. Seal. Um, Kate Bush. I think she's British as well. But Do you what like... Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Duffy? Is that the uh, one? No. No, what's her she's,
1: name? She's British as well. What the hell her name? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, You're thinking of the super popular redhead yeah. lady that tours but always has to cancel her tours. What's she called?
0: No, what's uh. her name? Ah. Uh, 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 oh my God. I can't believe I We're... You know, she used to be a little heavy. Now she's skinny. <laughs> What's right here? <laughs> What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code, de la Roca, to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am, and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code Roca to get 10% off your order. That is DELAROCA, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. Oh, I don't know. Can't oh, remember. we're such a, like dudes my right wife now. Had... No, 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 no. My wife had tickets
1: to go see her, but then she canceled her gig. So but we
0: can't even know her fucking name is it no, i think
1: i was actually gonna go to that gig as well I
0: is it ellen no uh, it's uh a... yeah. hello I... that's the song yeah hello uh is it yeah. me you're looking for no i know it's now anyways no, that's so if you guys <laughs> have any questions for andy we have a new segment called ask andy and the first uh person who asked andy about things it was me so if you guys want to have uh, a question answered by andy about racing about uh, dads about the UK or if you have any questions about football because he knows all about football because he told us that Liverpool was going to win the Champions League and he was almost right. Yeah, not really, but yeah, you can send us your questions at hello at Jose de la Roca.com. Before we go, Andy, do you have anything to say?
1: Uh, just, Go listen to last the last podcast that was <laughs> no, really good. Stop really listening really good. to
0: this one. Fuck this one. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, we're at the end of this one. It's fine. You can stop listening to this one now. Um, uh, also, thank you so much to you, man, um, uh, for just being there for me uh, whenever I need you. You're awesome. Uh, lots of love to my family. Um, it's great seeing uh, uh, your son growing up as well. That's awesome um and uh yeah thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast you're all great um you'll all be amazing parents uh if you're not already probably better than us um so yeah just thanks for persevering and
0: listening i want to give a shout out to you to your lovely wife and to your lovely son uh shout out to your brother that he uh is probably still he probably stopped listening to a podcast like halfway after you We're talking about him and doing all those things. Uh, Shout out to your mom. Happy birthday to your mom. Happy birthday to your mom. Happy birthday to Andy's mom. Uh, Happy birthday to Andy's mom. Without Andy's mom, Andy wouldn't be here and he wouldn't be telling those amazing jokes. Where could people find you?
1: Uh, You can find me, first of all, thank you for saving. (laughs) Shout out to my mom. It's her birthday. Um, I think that makes you a better son than I am which is an interesting thing. What do you you mean? So, yeah, happy birthday birthday to your mom, uh, to my mom. Uh, And you can find me on Twitter, at GamingGoodness. That's
0: G-A-M-I-N-G-G-O-O-D-N-E-S-S. And if anybody's listening and knows Andy, please keep taking pictures when he's not paying attention and post them on Facebook so I could have a laugh or two. So, you know, we could all see those amazing pictures that people, you know, I still can't believe somebody took a picture of you. You barely eating that fancy, no crust sandwich. Probably has cucumbers like you fancy people do and stuff like that. Where you it like did have cucumbers in it? Oh god! Uh, why do people put cucumbers on sandwiches?
1: It's a British tea thing. I don't really get it. You're supposed to have like afternoon tea, and they give you like crappy
0: sandwiches. And Does it have mayonnaise cake. too? Yeah, I think. Oh so. god, no! We're going to finish this. Too. Oh no, <laughs> no mayo. Uh, if you guys want to follow me at Mr. Jose de la Roca that is at Mr. Jose de la Roca I have a brand new YouTube video it's all about investing Uh, so go check it out so as you guys know I've been dipping my toes my tiny toes into the stock market and I share with you some secrets that I have discovered Uh, so go check it out it's my brand new YouTube on my brand new video on YouTube Uh, if you're still listening to this I want to tell you that we started the show by making fun of Andy and then I blanked out about Hairless Dog Brewing literally I blanked out because either I haven't seen Andy and I was mesmerized about his good looks especially about those pictures that everybody takes and I was mesmerized about his cool shirt that I forgot about Hairless Dog Brewing Company and if you want to know more about Hairless Dog Brewing Company go check them out because they have our podcast in their website it's the website is called drinkhairless.com drinkhairless.com until next time my name is jose jose de roca andy thank you very much happy birthday to andy's mom happy birthday to andy's mom and these brothers going hate us happy birthday to her mom